We're so glad to have Brother Joseph Poli with us. Can we give him some love from Life Spring? Is that all right? We're so glad he's here. Brother Joe, lead us in the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's great to be with you today. And I am so excited. The house is full. Amen. And I know this is not all of us, but wow, it's amazing what God is doing in these last days, isn't it? Amen. Psalm 100 said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations. I think we've got plenty to praise God for. Amen. Can we do that? Can we just lift up our hands in worship right now? Amen. Lord, we love you, God, and we thank you for your presence, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. To sing in the valley, to look toward your goodness. My heart set on who you are. You're the light that consumes the dark, the joy and the strength. To lift up my hands and sing Oh, hallelujah I enter the gates With nothing but thanks Wanna defy your worth I wanna bring you more than words I enter the gates Come reckless with praise I bring a heart that wants you first All for your glory Oh yes, and my feet on the battleground My weapon will be my sound I will not be silent My song is my triumph I enter the gates with nothing but thanks I want to magnify your earth I want to bring you more than words I enter the gates Come reckless with praise I'll bring a heart that wants you first All for your glory All for your glory, Lord Sing, my soul will sing my soul will make this place an altar, make this place an altar, sing. My soul will sing, my soul will make this place an altar, make this place an altar, sing. My soul will sing, 
My soul will make this place an altar. Make this place an altar. Oh, sing. My soul will sing. My soul will make this place an altar. Oh, I enter the gates with nothing but praise. I want to make the fire earth. I want to bring you more than words. I enter the gates. Come reckless with praise. I bring a heart that wants you first. All for your glory. For your glory, Lord. Sing, my soul will sing. My soul will make this place an altar. Make this place an altar. Sing, my soul will sing. My soul will make this place an altar. Make this place an altar. Sing, my soul will sing. My soul will make this place an altar. Make this place an altar. I'll sing, my soul will sing. My soul will make this place an altar. Make this place an altar. I enter the gates with nothing but things. I want to magnify your worth. I want to bring you more than words. I enter the gates. Come reckless with praise. I bring a heart that wants you first. All for your glory. For your glory, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Lord, we love you. And we thank you for your presence, God. You are so good to us. We worship your name, God. You are holy. Amen. I encourage you, uh, however you feel, if you want to stand and lift your hands and praise and clap, awesome. I encourage you to do that. If you feel like you just want to sit in the presence of the Lord, you can do that too. Amen. I want us just to all feel comfortable today to worship the Lord in your own way. You know, Matthew chapter 8, the disciples were on, on the boat. Jesus had told them um, to get in the boat, and they were crossing to the other side. Yes, you can be seated for a moment. They were crossing over, and Jesus fell asleep. He was asleep in the back of the boat, and one of the gospel writers said he was asleep on a pillow. Amen. And it just gives the uh, description, I think, that Jesus was just comfortable. He's knocked out. And uh, it, the storm came. We know the story that the storm comes. The storm will always come when you're trying to cross over. Amen. The enemy knows that, uh, that God has a purpose and a plan for your life. And anytime you're trying to get from here to there, there will always be a storm that arises. The disciples are frantic and... They come to Jesus, and, and they wake him up. Finally, they say, Master, don't you care that we're perishing? And Jesus, um, I can just picture him aggravated, upset, being awakened from his peaceful sleep. Uh, if you wake me up from a nap and, and it's not time yet, I, I get a little aggravated too, right? Do you? <laughs> and Jesus said, Oh, you of little faith. It's interesting, all three gospel writers that wrote this story 
Um, it's interesting the way that they phrased it. Jesus said, um, where is your faith? I believe it's in Luke. He said, where is your faith? And then in one in Mark or Matthew, I can't remember which, he said, uh, you, you, you have little faith, and then um, no faith. I think the emphasis there is on faith. Where is your faith? Are you placing your faith in yourself? Or are you placing it in God? You know, I've always said that I, I think that God wants to be awakened um, by us, but I, I felt the Lord just drop something in my spirit a couple of weeks ago. He said, maybe I really didn't want to be woke up. And I started to think, you know, what do you mean, Lord? Of course, you wanted to step into the situation, but he was actually uh, just aggravated at their lack of faith. You know, when you go through a storm, it should not always have to be a rescue situation where you're calling on the Savior to come save you. But it's your faith. Who told you that you're perishing? Who told you that? That's a lie. If Jesus is on the boat, you're not perishing. I don't know what voices you're listening to. There's a lot of voices out there in the wind and the waves right now. A lot of voices of fear. A lot of voices that if you're not careful, uh, you can get sidetracked and, and you can start to become fearful. Do you know that what you fear controls you? What you fear controls you. It consumes you and it controls you. And the disciples were, were in fear. And when you, when you fear the storm, you don't fear God. That's why the Bible says the, the beginning of wisdom, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Because if you fear God, you have no need to fear anything else. This boat's not going down. Who lied to you? And Jesus is saying, look, when, when are you going to graduate? I feel like sometimes he wants to know, when are you going to graduate from me always having to come rescue you and bail you out? At least have the faith to, to, to endure the storm, if not speak to the storm yourself. Right? With a faith that I placed inside of you, if you just activate your faith. Amen. And this next song, you, you, you know this song, and I encourage you to sing it with me. I'm, I'm, I'm no longer a slave to fear. Amen. I'm no longer a slave to fear, but I am a child of God. How many believe that? I'm a child of God. Amen. I want you to speak that over yourself right now. And, and I want you to sing this song with me. You unravel me with a melody and you surround me with a song of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears are gone and I'm no longer a slave to fear I am a child of God. Can you sing that? Oh, I'm no longer a slave to fear. Oh, but I am a child of God. From my mother's womb, you have chosen me, oh God. Your love has called my name 
And I've been born again Into a family Your blood flows through my veins And I'm no longer a slave to fear But I am a child of God And from my mother's womb, you have chosen me, God. Oh, your love has called my name. And I've been born again into a family. Your blood flows through my veins. Oh, yes. And I'm no But I am a child of God. Oh, yes, I'm no longer a slave to fear. Oh, but I am a child of God. Thank you, Lord. I'm no longer, I'm no longer a slave to fear. A child of God. Hallelujah. I am a child of God. Come on, speak that over your life. I am. I am a child of God. I want somebody to know God's got you. And I am, oh, a child of God. Hallelujah. I am. I am. I am. Of God. Hallelujah. Let's worship Him. God, we praise you right now. Thank you, Lord. You've got the whole world in your hands. You're in control, God. Even when it looks like you're asleep, God, you're in control. You're not in fear. You're not surprised. You're not shocked, God, but you've got this in your hands. Amen. Praise the Lord. I feel encouraged by the word of the Lord right now. God's got you, and He's got our world in His hands. Amen. Praise God. You know, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 7, one of my favorite uh, passages of Scripture there. Paul tells us, be anxious for nothing. Be, be careful for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, give thanks. In everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make your requests known unto God. Sometimes I get in a mode where I um, ask a lot of things from God. <laughs> and, uh, and I forget to thank Him for all that He's done. Anybody been there? Amen. And, and when we do that, we, we become entitled, maybe spoiled, expecting God to work on our time and 
and to do what we want to do. And I would love to tell you that I've never been offended at God. And I'd love to tell you that I've, I've never uh, questioned him, but that's not true. Amen. And sometimes uh, we, we just have to come to the realization that, that he's in control. He don't exist to serve me. I exist to serve him. Amen. And so whatever God has for me is so much better than what I could even present to him. Amen. I, I'm just like a little child that doesn't really even know what I need, but he knows exactly what I need right now. Not just now, but in the future too, 20 years from now. And perhaps if God were to answer my prayers, uh, I would lack in a lot of areas if God were to give me everything that I had asked for. But I think it's God's great mercy sometimes that he does not give us what we're asking for. Amen. Uh, that either we're not prepared to handle what we're asking for, or if he gave it to us, it would, it would be so much less than what he had. I want somebody to trust God and, and realize uh, when you come to him and you have a need, why don't you just begin to thank him? Don't forget about all that he's already done in your life. Amen. And I just want to sprinkle this, uh, this worship time with praise to our God. Amen. And if he never does anything else for me, he's already done plenty. He's already done so much for me. Amen. So let's just praise God today. In Jesus' name. He's coming on the clouds. Kings and kingdoms will bow down. Every chain will break. Has broken hearts declare his fame. Who can stop the Lord Almighty? Our God is a lion. He's a lion of Judah. And he's roaring with power. He's fighting our battles. Oh, and never need will bow before him. Our God is a lamb. He's a lamb that was slain for the sin of the world. His blood breaks a chain. Oh, and never need will bow before the lion and the lamb. Oh, and never need will bow before him. Oh, yes, we worship you, Lord. So open up the gates, make way before the King of Kings. Our God who came to save is here to set the captives free. Tell me who can stop the Lord, oh my, yeah. Our God is a lion, he's a lion of Judah, and he's roaring with power, he's fighting our battles, oh and never knee will bow before, and our God is a lamb, he's a sin of the world and his blood breaks the chains oh and never knee will bow before the lion and the lamb oh and never knee will bow before him oh yes we worship you Jesus 
Tell me who can stop the Lord Almighty. Oh, who can stop the Lord Almighty? Tell me who can stop the Lord Almighty. Oh, who can stop the Lord? Tell me who can stop the Lord. Tell me who can stop the Lord. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven, of things in earth, of things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of God the Father. Amen. Hallelujah. Philippians 2, 9 through 11 tells us. Amen. God reigns. He reigns. Every knee will bow. We'll either bow our knee today while mercy is available to us. But we're all going to bow on that day. Amen. And so I want you to know that uh, every government is going to bow to him. Amen. Every, every, the most evil uh, thing in this world, every knee is going to bow. And everybody's going to confess he is Lord. Amen. I just feel the Holy Ghost. I'm thankful for the presence of God. And you know I'm so thankful for the people of God. I am truly Truly thankful for the people of God. I have not experienced um, such love, such strength from the body of Christ as I have in the last three months. Amen. And, and God has used you and your prayers, your love, your support. And the same spirit that we feel right here, amen, is the same spirit that we feel all across the country. I travel a lot, and, and God... Uh, He's, he's amazing how he enters uh, every sanctuary that I'm in. The body of Christ, we come together and we unify. 
Amen. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them, Jesus said, Matthew 18 and 20. And he talks about that whole, that, that we love that scripture, and I love to, to pull it out of context and just use it anywhere. But that whole passage of scripture talks about if there's a problem with your brother or sister, to get it right, right? If there's a problem, don't just come to God and ask God to handle it. God has given you instruction on how to handle it. Don't just say, God, take care of them, or, or even God, take care of me. But God has commanded us some things to do. If there's a problem, go to your brother and sister. Why? Because we cannot be isolated in this time where the enemy would love to isolate us. And the many things happening in our world, if there's anything, if there's any offense, we've got to make that right. Amen. Because uh, how many of you remember as a little child and you go into mom and dad and, and asking them for for a favor, and mom and dad said, I don't want to hear it. Go make it right with your brother first, right? And don't, don't even come to me trying to praise me because I don't want to hear that either. You know, go get it right. Amen. But the body of Christ is an amazing thing, and I have experienced such love and strength in the body of Christ. We, we all need each other in these last days. Cannot make it alone. So I'm so thankful that we're gathered together in the presence of God. Do you feel the strength? of the Holy Ghost? you feel the strength of the body? Amen. I don't know about you, but I am uh, I, I'm tired of looking at a camera and, and just me in the church preaching. It's just there's nothing like the strength of the body. Amen. Well, you know, the Book of Acts Church had an amazing revival, and I believe that um, the latter days are going to be greater than the former you know, but one of the things that started out that amazing revival is the Lord wants purity in his church. You can't have the power without the purity first. You've got to have purity. And it, it, if you read there in the early chapters of Acts, Acts chapter 5, Ananias and Sapphira came to uh, the church and to the apostles and they gave money and and that was all fine what they did, but they, the problem was that they were trying to act like something that they weren't. They were, they were trying to act like they were giving the full price of, of their property when, in, in fact, they were hanging on to some for themselves. And, and they could do that. That's okay. But when we try to act like something we're not, God doesn't like that. God means business. And I believe that the power of God is going to be poured out, I believe, just like the book of Acts says, in the last days, he's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. And God wants to use each and every one of us. Amen. And I don't know about you, but I, if God wants to use me, I, I want him to have his way in my life. Amen. But, you know, just as we come to God in prayer and we begin with thanksgiving and we ask him for, to supply our needs, we also got to make sure that our heart is right. That we don't have idols in our lives that we're bowing down to because God take second to no man, to nothing. And if he's not first in our lives, he's, he's not anything in our lives. And so God wants to know, do I sit upon the throne of your heart or do you still make the decisions? And I think um, God has been dealing with me in this area as well. It's, it's, it's an everyday thing. We've got to make sure that he's first and he's the only and this song, these next couple of songs I want to sing is just a, a time of reflection. And we look into the Word of God. We see ourselves like a, uh, we see, it's like a mirror. We look at, back at ourselves. 
That's what the presence of God and the Word of God does for us. Not to hurt us or harm us, but to correct us in any areas where we might need it so that we can please God. Amen? And so as we sing these next couple of songs, I just I want you to uh, just think about your own life, your own heart. If there's anything you've got to repent of, if there's anything that you need to make right, make it right. Because God wants to use all of us. Amen? Praise God. If you've heard, the, you, you've heard these songs, just worship the Lord with me, sing with me. And I just want to see 
sorry and I'm sorry When I come with my agenda I'm sorry God When I forget that you're enough Take me back to where we started I open up my heart to you And I just want you And nothing else Nothing else Nothing else will do And I just want you And nothing else, God Nothing else, God, nothing else will do, and we just want you, God, and nothing else will do, oh, and nothing else will do, oh, nothing else will do. up your hands and tell them I just want you God oh and nothing else will do
surrender to you, God. I surrender to you, God. Maybe you've not felt the presence of the Lord like you've wanted to for a while. I think if if you just lift up your hands and just be honest with the Lord right now and just tell Him, God, I need you. I'm desperate for you, God. I need you to come like a flood, God. I'm dry and thirsty. God wants to meet you right where you are. Amen. We're all perhaps in different places dealing with different things, but God, He's come to wrap His arms around somebody and say, hey, I've got you. I've just been waiting on you to cry out to me. Hallelujah. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty in the house. Anything can happen right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, make up your mind right now. You're, you're going to get everything that God has for you. Reach out. Maybe without singing, let's talk to the Lord. Lift up your voice to Him. to know that God said he'd never leave us, he'd, he'd never forsake us, he'd always be with us. What an amazing promise from God. Amen. No matter where you are, I mean, God said he'd never leave you. But I think in the last days, it is the Lord's will, not just for him to show up where we are all the time, but for us to actually take his hand and go with him. Amen. He's got great things in store and in John 15, he told his disciples, he said, you're not my servants, but my friends, if you do what I command you. 
And I believe the Lord wants to let us in on a little secret about what he wants to do and how he wants to do it. You're not just a servant, a hired hand that just does what the master tells you, but you're his friend. Amen. If you take his hand and you obey him and go with him, it's the Lord's will that we, that we don't stay where we are. God's always on the move. Jesus is always moving. Amen. We get comfortable. We don't like change. <laughs> Speaking to myself, we get comfortable. We don't like change, but God is going somewhere. Amen. And it's up to us to take his hand and to go with him.
you want to do, God. It's all about you, Jesus. So we're coming back to the heart of worship. And it's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you. Take us, Lord. Here we are. We're sorry, Lord, for the things we have made it. Because it's all about you, God. All about you, Jesus. It's all about you. It's all about you. Matthew 6, Jesus told us, don't worry about all the stuff. He said, seek first the kingdom of God, verse 33, and his righteousness and all the stuff will be added unto you. Clothes, food, shelter. Sometimes I worry about that stuff, don't you? Worry how, it's, how I'm going to provide. How, and God said, that's what the heathen worry about. Why? Because they have to provide for themselves. The folks that play God have to try to provide for themselves. They don't know God. He said, but you, no, you're not your provider, I am. Amen. And if we seek first the kingdom of God, what is, what's number one on God's mind? What's, what's the first thing that God is thinking about? I think he's thinking about those people out there that, were, that are lost, just like you and I were at one time. Do you remember that? When God chased us down with his immeasurable love. Amen. And he didn't have to. He, he, he found my family in a mess. We weren't anybody or anything, but God reached out to us with his love. Amen. And we are the body of Christ, his hands and his feet. Sometimes I'm more guilty of being his mouthpiece and, and saying a lot of stuff that, you know, people probably could not care less to hear. But his hands and his feet... They get, dark, they get dirty in, in, in the harvest. I mean, they, they reach. They, just like he reached for us. Uh, I think it's beautiful that the father, you know, he had those, those sons at home, and one of them left and went into a far country and, his, and spent all that he had. And, and the, the other son was just in the house and, and just, I'm sure he was being, he was pleasing his father. He was there. He didn't never left the house. But what was on the father's mind was that lost son. He was thankful, I'm sure. Yes, he's thankful, amen, for his other son. But he's really thinking about that lost one. So much so, he's just waiting on him to come. And he sees him far down that road, and, and he, he runs to him. And in that situation and that day, it was a shameful thing for a uh, somebody to uncover their legs, and uh, the men would have to pick up their legs and, or to pick up their, their, what they were wearing on their legs and, so that they could run. And so they, they didn't run a lot back then. The father was willing to 
expose himself. He was willing to, willing to embarrass himself. It was a shameful thing. He took on our shame. He took on our punishment. He did it for us so that he could reach us when we could not get to him. And, and God is looking for the same from us now. Are you willing to get a little bit embarrassed so that somebody's soul could be saved? Are you willing to humble yourself in a way that, that somebody could come to know Christ? Well, God, I don't, I don't have what it takes. I, I, I can't teach a Bible study. I don't know what to say. I, you know more in your sleep than people out there. And God is just, he's not looking for you to, to send him his resume. He doesn't care about that. He's already seen it. He doesn't care. In fact, the more you bring to God, the more you have to just throw in the trash if you want God to use you. you you've got to be willing to say, Lord, I, I don't have much. And he's saying, well, what do you have? Just like he told the disciples. Oh, send these people away and just let them, you know, let them fend for themselves. Let, let them get something to eat. And they thought that was a nice thing to say. And Jesus said, that's not love. You don't send them off to feed themselves, to fend for themselves. You feed them, he told them. You feed them. And then, just like us, they said, with what? <laughs> well, I don't have anything. There's no way that all that these people need, that I have what they need. Jesus said, just give me what you have. Would you stop focusing on yourself and just give me what you have and watch me work miracles? Amen. Why don't, why don't you just give him what you have and just let him do it? It's his word, not ours. He's the one that's got to come through, not me. He's the one that made the promise, not me. And so when I just do what he tells me to do, hey, God, if you, it's up to you now. The results are up to you. If you're going to leave me stranded, leave me hanging. But never have I seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. Amen. God will not leave you out there. But the moment that you step up to minister, you don't even have to prepare a sermon. God said, I'll put the words in your mouth when you're standing before them and they're questioning you. Amen. I'll put what you need in that moment that you need it. But you just got to be willing to let me use you. What's number one on God's mind? He's looking, he's looking at that harvest. And time is short, and there's an appointed day, and God's coming back, and he wants to know, will your hands get dirty in the harvest? Are you willing to humble yourself? Stop focusing so much on my needs, but focus on others. And when I seek first his heartbeat, he'll take care of everything I need. Amen? Let's lift up our hands right now and tell him, God, I'm available for you to use. I want you to use me, God. Big, small, doesn't matter. I want you to use me, Lord. In these last days, I don't want to uh, pretend that I have the power, a form of godliness. But, God, I, I want to have the power. I, I, I want to walk in the Holy Ghost. I want to speak into somebody's life, and it changes things. Hallelujah. I believe, God, that you are a miracle worker. You're a creator. And that power that sometimes I, I, I lack to lie dormant in me. If I just stir up that gift, God, you want to you use that, Lord, for your glory. And I pray, Lord, uh, that you would stoke the flames of the fire of the Holy Ghost of your people right now in this day, in this place, God, uh, for you have called us to such a time as this uh, to reach out to those who are hurting and broken. And Lord, we can, we can do your will. If God be for us, who can be against us, church? If God be for us, who cares who's against us? Amen. If God be for us, we can do anything. Hallelujah. Praise God. Mountains still being moved. Strongholds are still being loosed.
God, we believe. Yes, we can see it, that wonders are still what you do. Bodies are still being raised. Giants are still being slain. God, we believe it. Yes, we can see it, that wonders are still what you do. We are here for you, Jesus. Come and do what you do. We are here for you, God. Come and do what you do.
miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You let your faith rise. We call you way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Come on, can you envision what the Lord wants to do right now? Make a miracle work, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. You are here. God, you're moving in this place. I worship you. Ah, yes, Lord. I worship you. Come on, let the love, let the love of the Lord have his way. You're here. I worship you, oh, God, I worship you, oh, and we call you Waymaker, miracle work, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are, oh, and we call you, can you sing it?
started last year, and I was uh, with you and your pastor last year at the end of August. It was your pastor and pastor's wife that ministered greatly to me, and the Lord just completely changed my perspective. He removed the blinders. You know, God does that. He, he doesn't explain things. He reveals things. Amen. Because we don't understand if he explains. But God began to reveal some things to me, and God told me this. He said, I want to do a new thing. He said, but you limit me with your belief. And the pastor was even talking about it last night. He didn't, even, he didn't know um, that I felt to share this, but he, he was saying that, that, that God, your, your frame is too small. He wants to work a miracle that's so much bigger than your frame. Amen. And, but you've got to allow him to do it. And God wants to do a new thing, but we limit him with our faith. So we got, God, I, I believe you. Amen. But he told me, and I, was, I left this place, and I was going to preach in West Dallas for Brother Doug Chapman that night. I was going to preach on faith. <laughs> and and a, an hour before service, the Holy Ghost swept into my car, and God said, you don't believe me. And I was taken aback. I said, what do you mean, Lord? I don't believe you. I, I don't understand. I'm going to preach about believing you tonight. And God said, when you think of a miracle, you think of bigger, better, basically more of the same of what you've seen. God said, but uh, I don't do the same thing twice. Uh, everything I do is new. He said, you've seen somebody healed of cancer, right, Joe? Yes, sir, I have. You've seen somebody that was sick on a hospital bed that should not have been raised up from that hospital bed, and you've prayed for them, and, and, and others have prayed for them, and, and they were healed. I raised them up, right? Yes, sir. He said, so when you come to me and you say things like this, God, I've seen you do it before, so I know you can do it again. God said, thank you for that backhanded compliment. He said, duh, you've seen me do it before, so you know I can do it again. Wow, that's not faith. You're not believing me for anything special. He said, you just believe it. You're trusting me. That's different than faith. You're trusting me because I've proven what I can do in the past. And he said, so when you come to me, you've got a pathway to the miracle in your mind. Some of you just cannot figure out how God can work a miracle. And if he doesn't do it your way, you think, well, he's just not going to do it. God said, I create ways. I'm a creator. The same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 13, 8 says he was a creator yesterday. He's a creator today. He'll be a creator forever. Amen. And so everything I do, God said, is brand new. I don't do the same thing twice. So don't come to me expecting me to do it like I did it before. Faith has got an element that trust doesn't have, and it's called expectation. I expect. And God said, when you come into my presence, I don't want you to tell me how to do my job. I don't want you to expect me how I'm going to do what I want to do. All I want is you to expect that I will do. Expect that I will move according to my will and my way. Don't limit me. Take your hands off of me. Don't write my 
story because I can't move. I want to, but you shackle me. God said, I want to save everybody in this city, but you're just believing me for a neighborhood. God said, I want to save everybody and I have all power to do it, to save everybody in this state, but you limit me because you can't see how it's going to happen. God said, take the reins off of me and let me be God. You be you and you let me be God because I'm so much better at being God than you are. Amen. Would you lift up your hands and would you just raise your level of expectation now? Come on, would you tell God, I I trust you, Lord. Even when I can't see it, I I don't understand it. I know that you're working and it's much, much greater and your ways are much greater and your thoughts are much higher, God, than I could even imagine. You're doing a great thing. You're doing a wonderful thing, God. Even in the midst of oppression and darkness, God, where sin abounds, grace much more abounds and you're a miracle worker. Do the impossible thing. I'm telling you, you've got family members. You cannot see them coming to God. You just already written them off, some of you. I want you to believe again. I want you to hope again. I want you to know God is doing a work when it seems absolutely impossible. It's more than possible. It's probable when we let God do it. If God hasn't come through yesterday for you, guess what? All the more chance that he's going to come through today for you. Hallelujah. There is nothing too hard for God. And I'm, gonna, I'm just going to end this service with just playing this song, Pastor, if you want to say anything. But I just think, I, I think we just all need to praise him, and we just need to worship him, and we just need to give him thanks on our way out the door. We just need to praise God and believe him for what he wants to do. Can we do that? Amen. Said a miracle can happen now Because the Spirit of the Lord And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty Hallelujah Oh, and the evidence is all, all around Oh, because the Spirit of the Lord is here Come on, let's worship Him, church Yes, the evidence is all around, because the Spirit of the Lord is here. Oh, way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Come on, can you believe God? Oh, we call you way maker, miracle worker. Promise keep light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah. We praise your name, Jesus. We worship you, God. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing right now. I believe it, God. I believe, Lord. My family members are going to be saved. I believe it, God. My friends are going to be saved. I believe it, Lord. Those, Jesus, who I've already written off, they're going to be saved. Yes, Lord, have your way. Jesus, we call you. Oh, yes. If you need healing today, come on, lift up your hands and claim your healing over your body right now. You got a wayward child. Come on, lift up your hands and claim it right now. Claim the victory right now in the name of Jesus. If you need the Holy Ghost today, I'm telling you, God wants to fill you with His power. 
with the Spirit. Don't leave here today without the power of God filling your heart. God can do anything right now for somebody who will believe. If you want to be baptized in the name of Jesus, you've never had your sins washed away, you can be baptized in the name of Jesus today. Come on, the miracle worker is here. Don't limit God. Yes. Yes, Lord, have your way, Lord. Oh, have your way, Jesus. Have your way, Jesus. There's a precious spirit of the Lord in this room. I believe that someone in this room wants to change their tomorrow by a prayer they pray today. And I open this altar. If you need to go, you can go. Are you thankful Brother Zapoli was with us this day to lift us up in worship and to lift God up? You know, the Bible says when he's lifted up, he'll draw all men unto him. And I know you felt it as we began to lift God up. He took you with us, with him. Amen. He just picks us up. But I feel like there's a breaking that wants to happen in this house. You have to believe he is the way. And I believe you have received that from Brother Zapoli. But there's something that stands in between the way and life. And that is something called truth. He's the way, the truth, and the life. The truth is the lifter to give you new life and new birth in Christ Jesus. So we have faith to believe he's the way, 
but then we walk through the truth to new life. Amen? So I believe today that somebody wants to take a step in truth. Maybe you've been exposed to something today you've never experienced before. It's okay. Your, your spirit knows when it's God's spirit. Amen? Your spirit can tell. That's the Holy Ghost. That's God's spirit. And that's just a higher truth. And that higher truth leads you to greater life. And so if you need to know more about God today, if you need a Bible study, if you want to experience salvation in a way that you've never experienced it, if you want to step out beyond where you've been, amen. I told Brother Zapoli yesterday, if you want your life to change, you need to change the story. How about you put a redemption story in your life today? How about you put a name of Jesus on your life today? Amen. I believe you could do that. Let's open the altar. He's going to begin to sing this song one more time. And you can come to the altar and pray. Why don't you let God be not only your way maker, but your truth and your new life today. In Jesus' name. Let's pray together. You're dismissed to go if you need to leave. We're signing off online. God bless you. Join us next week for full service. We love you. Amen. Promise keep light in the darkness, my God. That is who you are. You are here. God, you're mending every heart. I worship you. I worship you. Yes, Lord. You are here. God, you're doing what you do. I worship you, oh God. I worship you, you're here, you are here, God, you're mending every heart, I worship you, I worship you, you are here, God, you're healing every heart, I worship you, you, oh, and I call you waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. We call you waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. That is who you are. That is who you are. Oh, that is who you are. God, that is who you are. Oh, that is who you are. That is who you are. God, that is who you are. Oh, that is who you are. Miracle work, way make 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 miracle work.
trust you, Jesus. We trust you, Lord. My God, that is who you are. Oh, and I'm going to see your victory. Yes, I'm going to see your victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. And I'm going to see your victory. I'm going to see your victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. Oh, I'm going to see your victory. Yes, I'm going to see your victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. And I'm going to see your victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Oh, and you take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. God, you turn it for good. So I'm going to see your victory. Oh, I'm going to see your victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. And I'm going to see your victory. I'm going to see your victory. Yes, Lord. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. You take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. You turn it for good. You take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. You turn it for good. 